Good morning and welcome to our time of prayer. Today is Thursday morning. Uh, let's start over. Today is Thursday morning, January 14th. And as we continue now two weeks into the new year, I hope you're having a good year. You know, again, a lot of people said they can't wait for 2020 to end as if turning the page on the calendar is going to get rid of a pandemic and get rid of people's bad attitudes and change the economy and so forth. And it doesn't quite work that way. The, this year will be what we make of it, won't we? And uh, we have something that the world can't give. There's some things we can't change, but there's some things God has given us that, that no one can take away from us, can't be changed. And we want to be people who are victorious and rise above that. There's a lot of concern, as we've mentioned here, and there is a lot of concern in our nation about uh, the political situation going on. Obviously, the, we're, we're one week removed from the uh, demonstrations down at the Capitol that, uh, you know, with a, with a small number of people, let's be honest, with a very small number of people got out of hand, and which people, probably some that were Trump supporters, some who weren't, but whatever, whoever they were, they were uh, bad actors, they were misbehaved, they were violent, they had planned on creating a ruckus. They had planned on creating uh, an attempt to, uh, to, to create, light a spark of some sort. And those people did wrong, let's be honest, they did wrong. They committed crimes. They should be held accountable for what they did. And if you were there at the demonstration, I wasn't, but I know people were, you know, the vast, vast, vast majority of those people were not, um, uh, were not bad actors. Yet still people want to paint, and, and let's be ready for this, they want to paint anyone who was a Trump supporter as an insurrectionist, someone who was in favor of violence, and uh, so forth. Is it fair? No. But do we know that life is always fair? Of course it's not. Are people lying? Yes. What do we do about it? How do you react? I think back to, you know, I, I've been, as you know, a campus preacher for 40 years. And during that time, especially in the early days, abortion was a big decision. And in those early days in the 80s, there were several uh, bombings of abortion clinics. Fires were set, a bomb explode. Some abortionists were, uh, were killed. And when I'd be on campus, whenever I'd bring up being pro-life and against abortion, I would be accused of, you know, uh, me being an abortion bomber, as if, uh, an abortion clinic bomber, as if every pro-life person believed in bombing clinics. Was it fair? No. Did I bomb a clinic? No. Uh, did, did, did I approve of it? No. Was I accused of it? Yes. And so the question becomes, what do I do about it? Now, it's interesting. I mean, I want to use another parallel here. More recently in our country, Muslims have been accused of being terrorists. If you're a Muslim, you're a terrorist. After 9-11, you know, you know, Muslims were uh, accused of being terrorists. And what did they do? They kind of went on a big PR campaign that it's wrong to accuse all Muslims of being bad and violent. Actually, Muslims are good people and so on and so forth. And they, they became part of the politically correct lexicon that you've got to believe that good things about Muslims or else you're a bad person. I took a different track 
than that when I was when I was accused or when I was you know thought of as you're pro-life or you must be bad. What I said was I've got to do better at explaining my position and better at uh, at being a good person. And I think that there's a parallel here to our day. Like it or not, some of us are being wrongly accused in these days. Like it or not, people are suspicious of us. Like it or not, that's just the reality. And so what must we do? So I've been saying the last few weeks, we've got to work harder at being better people. Harder at being more loving, more gracious, more kind, more understanding. We have to be the type of person that our neighbors or people who would disagree with us would look and say, yeah, I disagree with him, but he's not like those other people. No way could he be like that. And that's it. And so my question is, that's your testimony. I know in our neighborhood here, we have a kind of a politically connected person, uh, pretty highly connected political person, as a matter of fact, of a different political persuasion and of different ethnicity. And he, he's, you know, we've had him for dinner and we've made friends with him. And we, I talk with him about sports and basketball. And we talk about politics and we talk about God. And we talk about life and his health and relationships. We talk about all kinds of things. We're neighbors. And, and uh, it was interesting to me one day when we had him over for dinner, first thing he said to us, he said, you know what? I want you to know I've been watching you people. I know your politics. I've been watching you. And... I gotta say you're good people. Well, we kind of thought, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. He said, no, I've been watching. You're good people. I know how to discern who people are. I've had my eye on you. I watch how you interact with your wife. I watch how you interact with your kids and your grandkids. I watch how you take care of your yard. I watch how you how you uh, interact with people in the neighborhood. I, I I'm watch. I've been my, watching you. You're good people, and I've told my other friends you're good people. And, and he's got a friend who's a, a very powerful federal judge. He said, I, I told him, you're good people. And, and uh, what am I saying? We need to have our friend, all of our friends saying that about us. Because like it or not, life's not fair. And right now there's a time when, when a lot of the country, and perhaps you, are people are looking upon you with suspicion. Do you want to overthrow the government? Do you have your, you know, are you just a blind, saying you're a cult member? We need to be deprogrammed. We need to be cleansed. We need to be all these things that people are saying about us. Well, when people who know you and disagree and they look at you and they see how you act, they see your attitude, they see a smile on your face underneath that mask. They see how you re get, get along with your family members. They see how you get along with your neighbors. They see, do you take care of your property? Do you, are you a good person? Are you, are, you, are you dangerous or are you a good human being? And that's what we need to be. That's important. And I, and I, you know, that's part of letting our light shine. It's part of letting people who might disagree with us look at us and say, that's a good person. I hope they're saying that about you. This is what I mean. We need to be better than we've been. Our testimony needs to shine brightly. The other thing with this is our words need to be life-giving words. The verse last night that I wrote on in, in our daily uh, email is the, the, the teaching of the wise is a fountain of life. Proverbs um, 13 and verse 14. Proverbs 13 verse 14. The teaching, the words that flow from your mouth. My friend, you've got something worth saying. 
We've been talking yesterday about the, the God's word being a treasure that's stored up in our heart. And I hope that if that treasure is in your heart, let it out. We talk a lot in our day about being good listeners, and we should be good listeners to others. And we should respect others as, in the way we listen to them. We don't want to just always be arguing with people. We want to be listening and trying to understand why they believe what they do, where they're coming from. If you want to be a good communicator, you've got to understand, even those who oppose you, why they think the way they think. So we do want to be good listeners. But we don't want to listen so much that we bottle up the truths that God has given us. Fountains are beautiful. Fountains, flowing water brings life. We need life to live. Jesus said that those who believe in him, their innermost being will be like a river of flowing water. Proverbs says that if we're wise and we're filled with God's word, our mouth, our teaching will be like a, a flowing fountain, a life-giving fountain, a fountain of life. So I want you to think about that today as well. Are your words life-giving? You know, some people's words, some, when I, I don't know about you, but there are some people, when I'm around them, I just feel energized. I feel encouraged. I feel uplifted. I leave with a little bit more pep in my step, a little bit more smile. I stand up a little bit more tall. I, I feel good about life. I feel good about me. I feel good about God because they had life-giving words. They had words that energized me. They had words that inspired me. They had words that lifted me up. Let's be honest, there's other people, you talk with them and you feel drained. You feel like uh, complaining, drained you of your energy. Uh, grumbling, drained you of your energy, of your faith and your strength. And it's like you, you leave kind of down. Um, you can give life-giving words. You know, the other night coming home from Miami, I was on a plane filled with Buckeye people. I wasn't in the, there for the game. A lot of them were kind of down. But I'll tell you, I can guarantee you, none of them who talked to me were as down afterwards as they were before. Every one of them. I, I saw it, a number of them. Just a word, even about a football game, was able to give some life, to lift people up, to encourage them, to put a smile on their face. And afterwards, when we stopped and said goodbye, and I said, hey, you, God bless you. You wouldn't believe how, I mean, to say goodbye after we talked about some football. And, and to just give them a blessing in the name of God. You'd be surprised how many turned, smiled, and said, thank you. I appreciate that. Let's be life givers. Let's have our, word be, our words be a fountain of life. Let's be people who find the good and bless others and lift them up and give them hope and encourage them. We don't hide our heads in the sand. We don't sing songs to a troubled heart. But let's do be people who, after they talk to us, they, they leave thinking uh, they can do more, they can be better. Uh, we give them hope, we put a smile on their face. The, the teaching of the wise is a fountain of life. It's a life-giving fountain. Let that flow. Don't turn off that life-giving word that is in your soul. Let it flow today. Amen? Amen. Let's go to prayer. Oh, Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the words of God. They've given us life. They give us hope. Father, Jesus, you said he who hears your word and believes in him who sent you has eternal life and shall not come into judgment, but is passed out of death into life. It's your word that, that gives us life. It's your word that delivers us from judgment. If we believe your word, 
Jesus, you yourself are known as in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things came into being through the Word, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus, we thank you. You are the Word, the communication of the Father. Father, we, we acknowledge today that your words, they lift us up, they give us hope, they inspire us. We acknowledge, Lord, that your words, they, they energize us. Lord, your words give us peace. We think of how you, you speak, Lord. You spoke to the winds and the waves and they stopped and at the word of God, at the word of God, the winds and waves were stopped and the, 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 the Sea of Galilee was at peace. Jesus, we want to thank you today for your words. We know, Lord, that our society in these days is filled with words that can make us anxious, filled with words that can make us angry, filled with words that can, can divide us, filled with words that can create hate. And Lord, in the world, so many people are hearing and speaking these words that are disturbing, disturbing to people's souls. And Lord, as, as, if, if we speak those words, they can be disturbing to our soul. And so help us, Father, that our speech would rise above. We are reminded, Father, of the prayer we have been praying. Father, give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Today, Father, I pray that things that are outside of our control, help them, Father, we give them into your hands. Lord, there's things we cannot control with, about our government and those who will be in power, big technology, the, the way they're affecting our communication. We can't control them, but Lord, we give them into your hands. We pray for them. We pray for peace in our country. We do pray for a peaceful transition uh, to the new presidency. Lord, I, I want to pray that there would not be people who, are, who, who try and foment violence in this next week or so. And I pray also, Lord, that people wouldn't use the, the, the threat of violence to infringe upon our civil rights, our human rights, our freedoms to use it as a power grab against us. I pray, Father, that, that uh, there would not be vindictiveness and vengeance in our nation's capital. I just think, Lord, this impeachment that, that happened yesterday, it just seems so vindictive. It doesn't seem like a search for justice or rightness. It just seems, Lord, vindictive and, and springing out of the flesh and selfish ambition where you said there'd be disorder and every evil thing. And so, Lord, today in the name of Jesus Christ, we, we pray for our government officials. We pray, Father, that, that they would humble themselves under your hand. We pray that just a spirit of evil and selfishness and vindictiveness and vengeance would be bound and, and not, not, not be controlling our political leaders. We pray, Father, that there would be a, a spirit of, of uh, civility the spirit of kindness and the desire to get along with one another. We think even about how Joe Biden has called for this. I pray he would have this, Lord, because on once it, sometimes it seems like he calls for this, and other times it seems like uh, he he's just wants to stir up the pot of, of uh, division and vindictiveness. Father, we pray for peace in our country. 
We pray our political leaders could get along with one another. We pray, Lord, there'd be respect for one another. We pray, Lord, that there would be uh, uh, a good, honest, civil debates on what's right and what's wrong and the best course of action. But, Lord, that it would not turn into the, the deep, hateful, personal attacks that we see so often. We ask, Lord, that, that uh, the divisions in our country might, Lord, might be healed. And, Lord, we know... We, we, we pray again that there be civility in our discussion, but we know also there are real battles of ideas going on in our country of what is right and what is wrong. And, and Lord, the other side's been demonized so badly. Both sides, I mean, both sides demonize the others. And Lord, we pray that rather we could get to the place of really discussing, really promoting. And I pray, Father, that the ideas that are good and true and right would prevail. I pray, Father, that we, as believers, that our mouths would be a fountain of life, a life-giving fountain, that the words of God would flow through us. And just like your words gave us life, and your words gave us hope and gave us salvation, I pray, Father, that the words that come out of our mouth would, would be words that when others are fearful, and others are angry, and others are distressed, and others are, are bothered, Lord, that, that they would hear our words, and they would find peace, and they'd find comfort, and they'd find joy, because our words would point them to the living God, and our words would remind them that there is a refuge, there is a place of safety, there is a place of strength, there is a place of stability, and this place is found in our God. This place is found through our Lord Jesus Christ. This place is found through salvation. Father, might our words be a fountain of life. Might there not be poison coming out of our lips. We confess, Lord, sometimes there is. We think of how you said in James from the same mouth that we, we bless our God, we curse our neighbor, we curse our brother. From the same fountain comes both uh, good and, and corrupt and, and poisonous waters. Lord, we pray we pray that from our mouth and from our heart would flow life, would flow life-giving words. We pray, Lord, that we'd just put aside all filthiness and wickedness in what we think about life, what we think about others, what we think about our circumstances. We thank you that we serve a God who takes evil and turns it for good. You take what was meant for it to harm us and you, and you make it into a blessing. Oh, Father, increase our faith. In days when our faith is being tested and our faith is, and, and Lord, many of us are in places we've never been before. We're not used to having uh, powerful people come against us or think we're bad people or want to undermine us. We're not used to this, Lord. But we thank you that, Lord, help us to look. We don't want to be un, 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 unwise or hide our head in the stands. It's not what I'm praying for, Lord. It's not what I want of us. Or us to be aware and alert, wise as shrewd as serpents and innocent as doves. We must be wise and shrewd, but we must look beyond people and, and see, Lord, that when it comes to our enemies, they're, they're like a piece of dust on the scales compared to our God. Father, I think of how the children of Israel, they all saw how big the giants were, but how David saw how big the God, our God was. Lord, compare, the circumstances were big, but our God is bigger. 
Help us, Lord, to see. Help us to see this, Lord, that our God is bigger. And we hook our wagon to you, Lord. We stand with you. Lift us above. Fill us with joy. Inspire us. Let us today, be everyone we're around, no matter what they think about our politics, no matter what they think about our party, no matter what they think about our religion, Lord, I, I just know I on campus how many times I students have told me how, how Christians are such bad, bad, bad people. And I ask them, do you know any Christians? And they say, I know some. And I ask, are they good or bad people? Well, the ones I know are good, but Christians in general are bad. Father, I pray that even if we run into people who think that we're bad, bad people, they would think we are a good person. And help us, Lord, to re to change the stereotype view that they've been fed by the media, perhaps by their educators, perhaps by the news, perhaps by movies they've seen, perhaps by chats on the internet. Help us, Father, to let our light shine in such a way, our words be such life-giving and inspiring, our deeds be such good deeds, our lives be lived in such a way, our interactions, our relations be lived in such a way that even if they think Christians are bad people, they'd say, but that Christian I know personally, he's a good one. He's a good person. Help us, Lord, to break these stereotypes. We know, Lord, it's not fair how people think of us. It's not fair, but we, we, we've never demanded that life be fair. We pray, Lord, that we would, we would rise above the way people think of us, and we would change their attitude because we are followers of Christ. We're the real deal. And what they might accuse us of, they would not be able to accuse us of because we are the real deal. So, Lord, fill us with joy today. Fill us with the, the joy that's in our heart. Let it shine forth in our life. Fill us with courage. Lord, give us the boldness that, that, that we would not bottle up the words of God. We'd let that life-giving fountain flow. Give us the boldness to say what needs to be said in persuasive and, and, and good ways that help the listener understand. Lord, just make us overcomers in Jesus. If God is for us, who can be against us? Help us to live that way today. And, and might we lift up others. Oh, God, today, might you use us to see others come to Christ. Might others be saved through us. Might others hear the gospel. Might others, might, Lord, so many people are depressed and down, discouraged, Help us lift them up by pointing their eyes to Jesus today. We pray for this. We bless you. We cry out for these things. In Jesus' holy name, we give you glory and praise. Thank you. You can hear our prayers. You have heard it. We believe you're going to answer this very day. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen, 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 and amen. Hey, thank you for joining me. Let's make this a great day. Let's walk in the Spirit no matter what comes your way not bigger than our God. So keep your eyes on him. Keep your faith strong. Have promises you stand on. Let your teaching today, let your words, think about this. Keep aware. Don't let your words today be a, 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 a flow of sewage. Let your words today be a fountain of life. Amen. God bless you. Tell your friends. Let's pass the word. Post this on social media. Let's get the word out. And if you're new, make, hit the subscribe and notify button below. And we'll see you tomorrow morning right here again, 8.30 a.m. God bless you. If you don't get my, my daily email, go to TomThePreacher.com.
and subscribe. I think you'll be blessed by it. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow morning, 8.30 a.m., right here. Bye-bye.